afternoon, passengers. This is your captain speaking. As you may have previously noticed, we're suddenly losing altitude. This, as you may have imagined, is not normal. Not to sound dramatic, but our best case scenario will be a forced landing on the nearest desert island. Well, there's no way that doesn't sound dramatic. Don't worry. The airline will refund the money of this flight to your company, and your miles will be respected. But they're not controllable. We would like to apologize ahead of time for the inconvenience of leaving you forever on a desert island and recommend that you not panic as there is nothing you can do to avoid this. Until then, sit back, relax, think about three songs in a book you want to keep with you for the rest of your life. Oh, and enjoy the emergency landing. Hi, welcome to Butcher Shop Desert Island Songs. I'm your host Andres, and here with me is the newly arrived to the island Diego Rodriguez, or VP of Development. He is a corgi parent that has allegedly said he is a failed YouTuber and a streamer. A man that programs for food, beer, to travel to cool places. Diego prefers being at home and playing video games than having to deal with people's bullshit and somehow... This is impressive. Has avoided being sick with COVID. Hi, Diego. I'm glad to have you here. How hey, are you? I'm good, Andres. That's that, uh, thank you for the welcome to this desert island. My pleasure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before anything else, I need to know something. Yeah. Are you a lager or a IPA guy? Uh, IPA guy. IPA yeah. guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want to open up with a juicy question. I've been told you were the main organizer of Fat Fridays at Mexico office, yeah. where you guys made barbecue every Friday. <laughs> I'm hungry just to think about that. What was it like? You came with the idea? No, I mean, when I arrived at Maniac almost five years ago, uh, barbecue Fridays were a thing, and they weren't even something that happened, you know, like every last Friday of every month. It was just, okay, it's Friday, then if... We, if there was a majority of people that felt like they wanted barbecue at some point, we just did it. Okay. Uh, so it could happen like three times a month, one time a month, two times a month. It was just like, but it had to be Fridays. So afterwards, I don't know at, at what point we kind of tried to make it a little bit more stable. So we ended up with every last Friday of every month. So that's when we uh, called it Fat Fridays. Okay, I love the name Fat <laughs> yeah. Fridays. It was called something else. I don't remember what, but unofficially, we called it Fat Fridays. Uh, you should keep <laughs> Fat Fridays, please. So tell me more. Are you a good chef? What would you say is your speciality? Uh, sandwiches. Really? Uh, yeah, uh, okay. I love sandwiches. But uh, it's not like just like, I don't know in English, how do you call it? Pan de caja? Like... It's not like that kind of sandwich, like just whatever sandwich, like hamburgers, like homemade sandwiches, filled cheesesteak. It's not that I'm super great at it. I just love them. And they're so easy to do. Like, actually, this is not something that I prepare for this. <laughs> Yesterday, I did some chopped cheese, which okay. is very famous in New York. Yeah. And we don't have gyro rolls, which are the common thing to be for the chopped cheese to be done in New York. But I just made them with chapata. And it's basically hamburger meat 
yeah. with cheese. And okay. uh, you just chop it in, in, in the grill or whatever you have, like the, 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 the saucepan. With, I put there some onions and American cheese. You put it on, on this kind of uh, bread and it's kind of a sandwich with uh, like a hamburger, but no hamburger bun. I love it. And yeah, I mean, I'm good at that. I, I like to cook. I'm not super great, but it's just something that I enjoy doing, not just sandwiches, whatever kind of meal. I love doing like steaks, eggs. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's not like it's super simple, but it's not the easiest thing to do. So yeah, chilaquiles, like Mexican food is, there's a lot of things to do and, and I try to make it at home. The only thing that I don't like is clean the dishes. So it's horrible. The I, I'm not saying that I cook a lot at home, but it's not because I don't like to cook. It's because I don't like to clean. So I do a lot of takeout. Yes, but yeah, I I I'm a fairly good cook. It sounds so tasty <laughs> what you just told us about, and I also think like sandwiches are such a great yeah. format of eating. Yeah. So. Diego, I think it's time for you to share your first song. <laughs> the first song you would take to a desert island. And can you tell us why did you choose that song? Okay, first, it was fucking difficult to choose yeah. these three songs. I don't know. There there can be a lot of um, thoughts on, on how to choose three songs for a desert island. For me, it was uh, kind of grabbing from different eras of, of my taste of music. Normally, right now, I'm kind of uh, whatever. I like pop, I like electronic, but my main thing has always been metal. So I just went there and for the three songs. <laughs> this, this song is the last song from the album called Shogun. So it's, mm -hmm. I don't know how to say it in English, el album homónimo. So for me, it was first... It was, it's a fucking great song. I love it. I play it all the time. That whole album, I played like completely from start to end. And that ending is just so rewarding and complex. And it's satisfactory to get in there. And I don't know. I just like it. And it's long. <laughs> I don't know why, but for me, it was like, I need to pick long songs for this. Because I want to enjoy them while I'm <laughs> there in a desert island. Perfect. Let's hear it. This is Shogun by Trivium. This was Shogun by Trivium. Thank you, Diego, for sharing this. I also know you have a podcast, right? Yeah, um, Backseat Gaming. Backseat Gaming, yeah. How long has it been from that podcast? The beginning was on September 2020, I think? Yeah, September 2020. I remember I, I thought about doing an, a podcast earlier in 2020, Yeah. Because Eberto was beginning with podcastination. podcastination and I talked with him and yeah, I was like, yeah, we should do a podcast and whatever. But being the lazy guy that I am, I just ended up not doing anything. 
And then Priscilla uh, beat me to the punch to starting a new podcast with Un Si Hubiera Bastado. And I was like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> That was a close yeah. call. <laughs> so no, it was like kind of the motivation to, okay, now someone else has one. So I should look into it a little bit more. And we started, I think it was September 2020, the first episode. So it's been a little bit more than a year. Okay, can you tell us more about your relationship with video games? I mean, I imagine it has changed a little bit with the podcast as well, right? A bit. I mean, video games for me have always been a part of my life since I have knowledge at home. It's not like my parents like video games. I honestly should ask them why the fuck we had an Atari and in television because those were like video game consoles before the the Nintendo yeah. and the NES which is the most mainstream video game console for the 80s it was out at 85 when i was born but we had an Atari and an in television yeah. which were precede them like those were older and i don't know why Or how... Did your parents play video games? No. Oh. No. So I honestly, like, this is something that just came, like, I just thought about, like, why did we have an Intellivision and an Atari? I, I think we had both Ataris because there were two versions of the Atari and we had them and I played them even with my Nintendo there. And I love them. Uh, I've always loved video games. It's something that has always been part of my life. Uh, I've had the Intellivision, the Atari, the NES, the Super NES. Then I went to the PlayStation. I didn't have the PlayStation 2 because I'm a fucking idiot. And then I <laughs> bought an, a GameCube. It's, it's the biggest mistake of, of my life. Oh, uh, no. Even even bigger than dropping college. I, I mean, it, that's <laughs> outrageous. Um <laughs> Then I went I went back to a PS3, which is the best decision I made in my life. And then PS4. No, the PS3, I had an Xbox 360, which I then sold because the Xbox 360 sucked. Then with the PS4, I had an Xbox One, which I sold because the PS1 sucked. And now I have a PC, an Xbox Series X, which rocks because I love it more than my PS5. And my PS5, which doesn't have any games because I don't know. They are not here <laughs> yet. You have to wait. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's been always part of my life. It's something that I um, just live with it. Games are not for children anymore. There are a lot of things that I could talk all day about video games. And that's why I wanted to make a podcast. I mean, the podcast is about news from video games. Yeah. Which is fine. It's, it's something to talk about. Like it's recent, and 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 I mean, I mean, Jose, Jose and Jesus are are incredible. They know a lot about video games, and I love chatting with them about the news and stuff. But just video games in general, without the news, it's it's something that can bring so much joy and so much interesting stories to someone's life. So I love them. Yeah, it's true. So let's jump into your second song. And mm -hmm. when we come back, you can explain us a little bit about your selection. Sure. This is Bijo by Lamb of God.
This was Vigil by Lamb of God. Thank you, Diego. This was a little bit more melancholic than the other one. A little bit. I mean, the second half is kind of punch in the face, but I loved how it starts a little bit more nuanced. It's not that heavy in the beginning, even though it's good, like vocals are guttural all through the song. Lamb of God is one of my favorite bands from all time period. I began with hard rock, metal, kind of going into people in general dismiss it as not Lamb of God, but that period of time as, as new metal, mm -hmm. like corn, Limbiscuit, and that kind of stuff. Even though I was familiar with other kind of legit rock metal bands from the era, but afterwards I kind of started going into my own path of music and Lamb of God with Chimera, with Machine Head, with other bands, kind of started making my, my way into my own taste in music. And Lamb of God has been through all those years to this day. I have seen them live. They're fucking amazing. And this song is from their second album, the mm -hmm. last song they have in the second album. But recent, not recently, but kind of in 2012 or something like that. They remastered, remixed, not just remastered, like kind of remixed the, the original recordings and remastered them. So they sound a lot better yeah, than the original. Mm -hmm. And this song is fucking perfect. I, I love the how it starts. And the second half is just like fucking amazing. That, that ending, I just love it. Yeah, I can't imagine you throwing coconuts to the sea with that anything. <laughs> And I'm really looking forward to hearing your last song choice. But first, I want to talk about you, someone mm -hmm. I know you love so much. <laughs> He's very hairy and very adorable. <laughs> I'm talking about, of course, Winston. Winston. You're Cordy. Yeah. Yay! What's, <laughs> what's his story? His story is, I mean, I've I love dogs from... I mean, it's it's my favorite animal. I don't have anything against cats, but I'm allergic, and they're they're cute, and yeah, I, they're cute. I, I like them. But I'm allergic, and they're just <laughs> like they're not interested in you. And dogs kind yeah. of are. So I love dogs, and I don't know, corgis are fucking cute. Yeah, and I, probably I. It's not the popular thing to say, but like a specific race for dogs you have to buy them and you have to kind of get into a a kennel that breeds them and, and kind of that stuff is not like you're you're just adopting someone so i just tried to not feel bad about that so yeah i got them from a breeder he wasn't like one of them that got a like a pedigree certificate or anything he was like kind of the The sibling that didn't get like super cute when he was uh, a puppy. So he was not that expensive because corgis <laughs> are fucking expensive. Oh, but he's so <laughs> but, cute. Yeah, I, no. Uh, then he grew up and he's fucking amazing. I love him. I want another one. Really? Uh, yeah. I, I, I'm, so would you consider Winston your pet son? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not creepy. Uh, I don't call him perrijo or something like that. Uh, for uh, English speakers, perrijo is like dog and son. 
uh, in the same word. I don't know how to do if there's something similar in English. Uh, Pet son, I think. Uh, I Maybe. guess. Pet daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Pet son. But yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know. I, it's just, he's there all the time looking at me when I'm working. He expects, like, it's just very, very cool to have him there every day. And his face is super cute. I don't know. I'm not saying like anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about him and it's just his face. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I want to tell a story about cute dogs, but maybe another day. <laughs> well, let's do one last song. Okay. What can you say about this choice? It's Opeth, right? Yeah, it's Opeth. The Drapery Falls. The Drapery Falls. Yeah. Uh, Opeth, it's kind of a, a late taste. And, and for late, it's kind of an... No, it was after college, I think. It was a kind of a change in tasting in, in metal music. Kind of when, when I started hearing Porcupine 3, more of a progressive part of, of my music journey. And what I love about Opeth in that point of time, because after 2012... They went into a like an old school progressive vibe that I didn't dig after oh, I forgot the name of that record. But Blackwater Park, which is the song is from that album. It's from 2002, I think. I didn't know them at that time because I was into other types and but I just love it. It's kind of a very heavy but melodic And that song kind of embodies the, like, very good what they did from both sides. They're all, like, whole albums. That was the, part, the, the difficult part of just choosing a song. Because I have, like, Alpeth has, for example, the whole Blackwater Park album is a good example of the range that they have from very heavy metal to melodic metal. And they have other album that is just very melodic that is called Damnation that I love. But I wanted like the full spectrum of them. And, yeah. and this song is very, very cool for that. This is The Drapery Falls by Opeth. <laughs> This was The Drapery Falls by Opeth. Great songs, Diego. <laughs> I really like them. Thank you for sharing with us. I think you have a wide variety and a, and a spectrum of yeah, metal. Yeah, and if I had more songs or albums, I could like <laughs> just go crazy with it. <laughs> But uh, I guess this is these are the three that I have. <laughs> yeah, that's what you have in your desert island. So we're almost finished. Mm -hmm. Before I leave you in this desert island forever... I'm a nice guy, and I know you have plenty of time here, so I will let you keep one book. I offer you the Chilam Balam, a Mayan wisdom book, something like the Bible for mm -hmm. the Mayans, mm -hmm. or the complete works of Shakespeare, or a book of your election. So uh, yeah, you tell that. me. Uh, I, nobody reads right now. I, I mean, I'm not a reader. 
I'm not gonna pretend I am. I don't care about books, but if I have, if you're making me have a book here, I'll just choose The Lord of the Rings. I don't know if it's like a easy choice, but I choose it because I already read it when I was a kid. I was obsessed with it. It's like the only book that I honestly kind of couldn't stop reading. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and it's fucking big, and it there's a lot of lore to explore there, so I'm gonna keep myself busy with it. Okay, and as your final gift, you have to choose one leisure item. Mm -hmm. Something that its only purpose is to assure you you have a good time. Okay. It can be something magical, solar-powered, you name it. Okay. So what I'm gonna keep here is I'm I'm guessing like magically I'll have like a flat screen TV here for uh, at some point. So I'm gonna have my PlayStation 4 with every PlayStation 4 game loaded in it. I just need that. I cannot think of a better time than to be able to play The Last of Us One, The Last of Us Part Two, God of War. All the Uncharted's from one through three, four. There's like a lot up there to be played in the PlayStation 4. So, oh, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I want to go out and play my <laughs> games. Uh, just with The Last of Us, it's, uh, I, I can laugh, I can cry, I can have a good time, and, and it's all I need. Sounds fun. Sounds like you are going to be 90 and you will still have some <laughs> games to play. Yeah. So, Diego, it was really nice talking to you. Thank okay. you for sharing all this information. But as I said before, it's time to leave you on the island. Have <laughs> a nice life here. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Layover Talks Desert Island Edition is a Butcher Shop Global production. Thanks for listening. <laughs>